Hey, y'all. Welcome to a bonus episode of the God Center Mom podcast with me, Heather McFadden. Today, I'm sharing with you a conversation I had over at my friend Kay Wyma's house. She invited me back to be on her Say Something show, her vodcast. You should definitely go check that out. I couldn't refuse the offer, the invitation, because we're going to be chatting with Drew Waters. Now, Drew used to be in the Navy, and then he decided to pursue his passion, which was being in the film and entertainment industry. He's been on several shows and movies, and one show you may have heard of, Friday Night Lights. That's right. He was on several episodes of that show. And then he decided to start making his own films. He has joined partner Aaron Bethia. You might know Aaron from the movie Fireproof. And Aaron plays the lead actress role in this film that Drew has written and directed called New Life. And that's the topic of our conversation today. Aaron and Drew were hoping to create inspirational movies that weren't in-your-face Christian, but allowed for a great conversation about life and faith and hope. So this film, New Life, it follows this boy, Benjamin Morton, and he meets a young girl, Ava. Ava was and always would be the girl of his dreams. From their innocent childhood friendship and their adolescent attraction, their love, you just watch it strengthen and grow, and then their life takes a turn neither of them expected, and their whole future is called into question. So this movie, New Life, explores the ups and downs that we all know about life and love. And it shows us that even in the good times or the bad, life can be approached with hope. And there's always an opportunity for something new to grow out of that broken place. New Life is opening in theaters on October 28th. To see if it's coming to a theater in your neck of the woods, go to newlifethemovie.com. And while you're there, check out their Mud Love Shop. They're selling bracelets and coffee mugs, and the proceeds are going to two great organizations, Water for Good to Build Wells, and Show Hope to 50% of the proceeds will go to adoption grants. So even if you can't see the film, you can do something good and bring hope and life to someone. This conversation has four people. It's kind of crazy. Uh, my friend Kay Wyma, myself, Drew Waters, and Erin Schreier, who has her own podcast, Flourish. You can check her out at erinschreier.com. I'll be back on Monday with my regular show. I'm interviewing Francie Winslow and sharing that with y'all. We're going to talk about marriage and sex and all those sorts of things. So make sure to come back on Monday and check out that episode. But let's get today's conversation. Here we go. They really shaved her head? Yeah, yeah we shaved her head. That was one of the that big scene, things. That scene, they're just like, that, they're re- I was like, oh, no, they'll cut away. Well, like this, when he started, I'm like, they'll cut so away. So we started looking at, no. at uh, skull caps, and um, Aaron, Aaron watched Parenthood, where they put a skull cap on her, and she shaved yeah. her head, and it was, it was a beautiful shot, beautifully shot stuff, and, and you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. I, I, really, I literally, he goes like this, and I'm like, oh, they'll cut away, and then they'll show her with the skull cap on. Well, he, and they kept doing it, and I was like, no, they're like, <laughs> really cutting her hair off. For me, yeah, for me, because Erin comes out one day, so we're at the office, of Erin comes out, and she goes, hey, let me ask you something. I go, yeah. She goes, would it be more beneficial if I just shaved my head? And I went, you do that? And she hair. goes... Yeah, I think I would do that. I go, no, no, would you do that? Because if you do, I'm going to make the lead actor do it. Go, would you do that? She goes, I would do that. And I go, okay. And so one of wow. our, one of our, and it was so beautiful because it's, it's, it's natural. And she wasn't just shaving her head to make a point. She wanted to, she, her position was, I want to shave my head because, you know, I, 
these women don't have the option that, right. are, that are going through cancer and everything else. Yeah. So they lose their hair. And I don't want, I don't want to play like I she lose my hair. It. She goes, I want to feel it. She goes, I wanted to be, mm-hmm. I want to understand truly what it was about. And in her performances, to me, you know, I'm biased and stuff, but I think the chemistry between the two of them was the most important thing yeah. for me to portray because you you wanted to have a love story based off of just honesty and trust that you believed, but you wanted to have a love story that was wrapped around positive moments going into the darkness, coming out the other side with hope. And we didn't want to we didn't want to dummy it up for Christians. We wanted to make yeah. the elements within the story. And if you're a Christian, you're watching it, you're going, oh, I see this beautiful love story here, and I see this, I see God's hand in it and stuff. And then the other aspect of it, I didn't want to alienate anybody. Yeah. Because I I'm Christian, but I don't like necessarily being preached to. I like yeah. I like to be I like to think about it and ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of people like that. Uh, the, like the preaching at or the thinking about it and asking questions? Thinking about it and asking questions. Yeah, I mean, I for me, that's that's my it approach sort of to learning. Yeah, it yeah. humanizes. It doesn't dumb you down. Yeah. And so, I mean, truthfully, we didn't make a true Christian movie. We made a mainstream movie for everybody to watch where it wouldn't mm-hmm. alienate anybody. But if you are a Christian, you believe, you see the message and you get everything out of it. And if you're not, you're not alienated. And it might ask, you might go off and ask a couple questions about it and start learning more and more and more. Nice. And that's how I became to, to, you know, God and, and on a movie set, uh, you know, I always consider myself a Christian, but on a movie set, Redemption of Henry Myers, I had a salvation scene and I, it challenged me to be honest about something that I have yet I was up to that point was not honest about and that was just me you know and and, Mm. uh, and so I was around a fire pit asking questions and asking how do you do that and uh, on on the movie set on the movie set and uh, and again I've always thought myself as a Christian and everything else but uh, you know the the whole the whole thing uh, uh, for me was do I, how do you relinquish it all? How do you just give it all up? How do you trust that big? Mm-hmm. And I never did that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I carried a lot of burden, a lot of weight, heavy, you know, weight around on me and stuff like that. And, and the day that it happened, I went, the night before I went up, I was challenged, just to find the truth in it. And I went up, I rewrote the script in that scene and I came back and I said, I don't want to do it the way you wrote it. I want to do it this way. Can I do this? And they looked at it and said, okay, let's give it a shot. And so when I hit my knees, I hit it for myself. And I kid you not, I get chills. I'm just giving me chills. I'm like, oh my gosh. But I mean, honestly, God, to this day, it was was like all the weight was, the world was lifted off my shoulders. And it was just so simple and so, but the world was lifted off my shoulders and I could not stand up. I mean, I, I sat there and cried for almost an hour and a half. I kid you oh. not. It, it was it was for me, not for the camera. It was for me, and ever since then, you know, I still have my struggles, and you know, sure. but I, they don't bother me as much. And I'm not, I'm not weary or worn out and, and worn down by all the stressors around me. Yeah. I guess you know when I have those hard moments, stuff. I remember that moment right there, and I remember that you know he took me and, and took it all away, and, and every, I still get chills. But I, every yeah. single day, it's it's my life has been that way. So, How long ago was that? 2012. Wow. That's so that happened for me. That's so cool. Okay, so you said something. You said that the truth... Tell me again. Do you remember what you said or did it just come out? That the, the, Find the truth within in what you're what yeah. you're searching. And it's something that... I mean, because honestly, I'm sitting here and I go, how do, you, how, do you, how do you take something that's somebody else's words and make it feel truthful and honest? Because it's a salvation scene. You're supposed to, it's supposed to be a very honest. So right. how do you do that when it's supposed to be so 
personal and honest between you and it's it's a personal thing in your life. How do you do that and not make it commercialized and make it feel like it's, it's not. And that's what they said. They said, why don't you just find the truth in it then? And I, I had to challenge myself. Could I be that truthful? You know, and, and it is probably the most honest Okay, was I've it ever scary? done in my life. Were was, you like, I was scared then. What did I get myself into? <laughs> no, but it wasn't for the camera. It wasn't about anything no, else. No, I mean, but it just that, that you moment. would have to come to, to, to that moment it. yourself. Yeah. Like somebody, mm-hmm. yeah. it would be a little unnerving. Kind of like, I, like can I face yeah, this and I, find I, it I, to I, be true? I don't can know. I find it to be well, true? Well, it sounds like you owned yeah. it. It wasn't just truth. It was your truth. And so it was super vulnerable. I think that's what it was, though. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, the scary side of it was, could I actually go through with it? You know, because yeah. it will be on camera. It will be something that's very yeah, personal no to me kidding. and stuff. But can I actually go through with it? But once we started, I never looked back. And once it was done, um, I didn't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But I could tell you something the, happened. I can tell, no, I can tell yeah. you, I've mm-hmm. never felt so clean and pure I and just that. just mm-hmm. relieved of everything. And that to me. Uh, set off a, an adventure, you know. I, I come from the mainstream side of, of filmmaking and television shows, Breaking yeah. Bad and Friday Night Lights and all those. Yes. Movies. So I hate to say this word, but I, I've never been really engaged with the the Christian outside. You can say I, it. I guess no, church. Sure. I've never been engaged with the church yeah. communities, but we had these long conversations over the fire pit for you know almost four weeks and. After that was said and done, Aaron was like, I don't really want to do these these in-your-face Christian movies so right. much anymore. I want to do inspirational movies that yeah. are family-friendly, that people can watch right. and come together. And I said, well, I really don't want to do these you know, HBO mainstream you know, television yeah. shows and movies that much anymore. I said, I'd really love to get into the family values as well. Yeah. Yes. And so we, we realized leaving there that we had the same idea, and I told her about New Life. Uh, at the time, it was called New Bellevue. It was a short I created. Oh, because it was... And how did you name it? It was French, right? Yeah, New, New Bellevue. Bellevue. Yeah. And so you created the short. I created the short out of a, um, a very personal place in my life. Do you uh, have a friend that suffered from cancer? Or? My grandfather died of a broken heart. Mm. And my grandfather was my best friend. Mm. And so when he passed away, he outlived two loves of his life. Mm. Wow. And I can't imagine... Oh. I can't. I mean, I think about that. I can't imagine being a person that goes through it once Mm -hmm. at a young age because my grandmother died when she was Mm -hmm. forty-six, and I can't imagine going through life at a young age, losing the love of your life, and then finding a new love later on in life to to finish out your life with, but just to lose her again before it's Mm -hmm. time. And when she passed, he gave up and, and he was my best friend. And so when he gave up, he gave up on so many people that still needed him in their lives. And I was one of them. And, and, you know, I can understand the heartache and stuff, but, but I struggled with it and I struggled for eight years, you know, before six years when I created this, um, the short, but I was in a place in my life. I wasn't very happy with my career. Um, I wasn't. Very. I, I never grieved over him. I still struggled with trying to understand it, and I went and I ran away. I went to actually Santa Barbara, the wine country, and found a bed and breakfast. And I remember sitting there over the weekend, just trying to figure out my life. And I go, you know what? I want to go to Can. That's what I need to do. I need to get out of here, go to Can, and make something that's 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 moving. That's that can touch people and and, and help people. 
and I said, okay, what wins can? I said, it's the emotional truth that Europeans usually put out in film and stuff with a little bit of American flair. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, what affects me the most? And it was my grandfather. And, mm. and I kid you not, I sat there and in my mind created a visual of a short that came in uh, into a bathroom. You hear water running and you see a foot turn the faucet off. And then the camera sits down and it shows two sets of feet like this. Uh-huh. And it flashes back to a six and seven year old running around sprinklers and laughing oh, and playing. Oh. And then it comes back into the knees and it shows, you know, 11, 12 year old swinging on swings. Yeah. And you hear their, their dialogue, but it's shallow. Right. And it's just like this beautiful musical dance throughout all the way leading up to grown up. Mm-hmm. And they're clothes and stuff. Right, but, right. But grown up, and you see that that the man brought, her, brought his wife home to die. Oh, and then he's laying there in her arms. You know, she's laying there in his yeah, arms and stuff. And he's looking sad, straight yeah. ahead and she's passed. And the whole thing pulls out and, it's, and mm. it shows... It, 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 at that point, you can make a decision. Either you quit as well mm-hmm. right. or mm. you decide to move on and make new memories and new moments and allow the memory of that person to live on within those. Right. Wow, it's beautiful. And so that's that's how Nouvelle Vie came about. That, oh my gosh, it's gut-wrenching even listening to you talk about it. Right. It's even more gut- Okay, you, the filming of it is so beautiful. Oh, it's brutal. Aww. It is just FYI. It's no, but it's so, No, it is full of hope. And that's what I love about it because it, it life on this earth involves suffering. And, and I loved the way that you just fully embraced it. You mm-hmm. embraced relationship mm-hmm. and you embraced life, which includes suffering and heartache and absolute sickness and death and heart heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Do you just stop? And, and therein lies the hard part. And I think without hope, how do you keep going? And so yeah. it's really beautiful how you filmed it. And and, and it is, it's like a, it's like a magical, I mean, you really do feel like you're going into this world and out and it's beautiful. The cinematography I just thought was fantastic. Thank so you. Thank it you. was terrific. We, uh, you know, it, it was important for me. This is my first time directing a full feature. Uh-huh. And so I've done some web series and other things like that. This is my f- first full feature. And it's my first time to co-write something and our production company's first flagship movie is coming out. So it was important for me that that we find people that saw the vision mm-hmm. that we didn't have to struggle to try to pull it out of them if they saw it right. and uh, Chris Kemlin uh, he shot um, October Baby Mom's mm-hmm. Night Out uh, the new Woodlawn movie and all that and he's just a, a very um, creative uh, cinematographer and capturing the moments and, and I'm a very visual kind of guy and so for me it visually you can grab the audience and draw them in and let them forget about their watching a movie but be a part of it like you said mm-hmm. I, I, that's what we were going for um, I, I'm ex-military so I'm part of an organization called Wish for Our Heroes and there's this family that uh, is a big military supporter and, and, and this family took a liking in it and uh-huh. so they throw these big charity events um, in Wyoming Lake Indiana and I never knew it existed, you know? <laughs> but it is Heather, truly... Heather is from Indiana. The first year I went, uh, I just fell in love with the town and the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second year I went, I told Aaron, I said, I think I got the perfect setting for this movie. And it was a hard push because Indiana doesn't have a tax incentive to shoot a movie in. Oh, and, you know, it's in. But when we... When, when I say the story 
was bigger than than any of us. I say that the town, when I created the story, before we had the butterfly, before the butterfly is kind of like our major logo of the whole thing and everything else, before we had the butterfly and everything else, there's a group of ladies in this town that would pray about butterflies in a film or and they didn't know what they were talking no. about what they were praying really? I swear, I, it, it blew my mind I had no clue but they would literally pray about it and when we showed up I mean it, the town was open arms and stuff and and the reason why we were able to shoot there is because our investors you know had a big part of the town and, and they allowed us to bring in here without worrying about anything right. else but it was already supposed to be there before we even knew it was supposed that to be. That hasn't been humbling. It was, it was surreal. Affirming. Uh, yeah, very affirming, yeah. but very surreal in some sense because you're like, how's this spot? What? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. way you just knew. You just knew it was a perfect connection. And, and hopefully, hopefully when you watch the movie and stuff that you, you really, it doesn't feel like a leave it to beaver. You know, I didn't want it to be too Disney, no. too. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't think it gives off. I just wanted to no. have that nice real feel mm-hmm. and that, that vibe of just a small, you know, yeah. middle America. I think what drew me into the realness was the very opening scene uh-huh. where you're going through the house and the bathroom counter. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's like our bathroom counter. That was the second that I was drawn into the story. Yeah. Um, that, well, those yeah. details that you were saying that he has an eye for the real life that it wasn't all perfectly right. situated and then all their conversations about him leaving wet towels on the bed you know <laughs> that we can relate to mm-hmm. these aren't like sweet happy couples that have no problems I mean they have their own little struggles or him working too much and that you know pull I just yeah. I felt like it had enough pieces in it that I could enter into the story it definitely did. And uh, I think it was probably hard. It may have been hard for us because a very close friend of ours did just uh, pass away. And so I think for me, and, and that's one thing I'd, I, you know, I'd love for you to go into just even the, um, how, how you go about doing that, making, you know, drawing it in so that it does feel real. It didn't feel canned and uh, really touching those. It's, it sounds like you had an idea of touching multiple parts and facets of life as we live through it to be able to keep going. Well, and, and that's one of the, it, I, I think the hardest thing for anybody to do is grieve, you know, and, and find the honesty and, you know, because they always want to cover it up a little bit because yeah. they don't want to be that vulnerable. Yeah. And, when we made this movie, it, you know, starting out, you find you find out that he's in a very dark place really quickly, but then it warms itself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the movie, the true sense of the movie opens up in, in um, youth. You right. Know? And, and what I wanted to do is draw the audience into that era and go, oh, God, I remember doing something like that, playing around a sprinkler, right. swinging on a swing. And then and then we brought it into teenage and then prom and, and then we just try to pick the, the facets of life that was that was a big big moment. Yeah. And, and so you can kinda of remember them and you're like, oh, that's warm, that's fun. Right. Going into, you know, relationship. And like you said, relationship's not always pretty. It's not and so you have to have those struggles. And one of my favorite scenes is, you know, are you you're gonna turn the light off? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You left it on again. Again, yeah. We I, we've all been in relationships or yeah. are in a relationship that somebody leaves a light on and you're like, Oh my god, just turn the light off. <laughs> and, and so we wanted to keep humor within the relationship, but we wanted to show the honesty within it as yeah. well. But we also didn't want to just draw 
the the dark side of it out. Right. I mean, it's just a small portion of what the movie truly is about. Unfortunately, you have to go through that to com- complete your grieving process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once you get through that, yeah. that was the big reason. You know, hopefully, you guys were surprised when after the certain. I won't give it away. I know. <laughs> no spoiler spoiler alert. Alert. Hopefully you guys were surprised because we have three elements in the movie yes. that we wanted to have shot value to. Yeah, so okay, in, in, in put so many elements in that movie that, that, that would be easy. And that's why I think it's interesting because it was touched on but not shoved down your throat. Mm-hmm. So even like a family moving into a new city where they didn't know anybody. So you have that. because that's there. I know, it's really <laughs> hard. And so yeah. it's like it was interesting to me the way that you would brush, you addressed it, but you didn't dive into it in some preachy sort of way. Like mm-hmm. um, with friends and the heartache that they go through yeah. and the challenges and the decisions that are made and the consequences mm-hmm. and the, I mean, it, there was so much addressed that, um, and it was fascinating because to me, that's how life is. Mm-hmm. You, it just, it is yeah. so filled. And often you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life, which is part of why we wanted to do this show was even to say, Hey, you know what? The person next to you, they have a lot more going on than what you see on the outside. Oh, yeah. And so relationship is so important. And I thought you did a really amazing job that way of touching into such realities in people's lives Thank you. Yeah. and letting it be just a reality without it having to be some opportunity to go into a program to fix something or anything like that. It was like a walking alongside. Well, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. that's what we're going for. It, but um, my my biggest thing is every time I have a uh, or talk to somebody or, or have to get in front of anybody, I leave it with like reach out and have a conversation with somebody. You yeah. know, allow yourself to have a conversation with somebody because you never know what that can do impact in their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't. You truly don't. You don't know what we don't know what each of you one of us are going through. Um, but that little moment could help change their lives a little bit and you don't know whether or not and it's not your place to change it but it may and it doesn't hurt anything you know it humanizes like the the Bill Cox I love Bill Cox I mean that was another surprise right a character that hadn't been in the whole film Mm. and he knocks on the door and he provides such wisdom and guidance it and is pulls them out. In the most quiet, you're yeah. a person. I yeah. see you. Yeah, I, I'm I've a been, person too. And there's such a value. The new life can come from I have walked this road. Yes, I have walked not, this I'm road. Not and I'm, a, I'm not here to preach it. I'm, I'm coming just, to I'm sit by you. I'm a few steps ahead of you. That's what mentoring is, right? Any person right. a few steps ahead on a similar journey who can say, yep, that's valid. Yep, that grief, that's valid. Yeah. Keep yep. going, though. Keep going. Keep walking. <laughs> Keep going, and I just that that guidance, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it didn't come from a specific counselor or, or a therapy right. session. It came from a person knocking yeah. on a door, and it's know? a real life person. It's who's a real on life, the other side, or at least a few yeah. steps ahead. Which yeah. I think, well, I think it's so hope. easy to get caught in whatever it is that you're in, yeah. and everybody is dealing with something. I'm just right. telling oh, yeah. you, every single person walking is dealing with something. Everybody's touched, you know, cancer. I mean. Well, the, the, I mean, you can, I don't think it's impossible nowadays not yeah. to not either know someone who, personally, right. a friend or a family member, or I mean, well, I, I tell you, the the biggest part of this movie was it's it's not based off of cancer. It's no. not at all. We don't yeah. give we don't give it anything a name or, or anything like that. It's based off what you just said. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going through yeah. something, yeah. and and we don't know their struggles within it. We don't know how deep it goes with them or how how far it affects them, mm-hmm. but. 
what we wanted to do is no matter what you're going through, yeah. no matter what, what you're struggling with, there's always hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Cobbs, I, I love this man. I've worked with him on another movie and stuff. And, and this man, he's, 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 so he's the voice that you give him a phone book yeah, and he yeah, can yeah, read yeah. and you go, but, but he, we actually, I sent it to him. Um, and I said, Bill, I said, I want you to read my script. And I said, I want you to take a look at this character. And I said, I want you to, I want to tell you why I said, I think you're the guy for this because you'll draw the audience in. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay. And he said, Drew, I read the script. I like it, but let's go to lunch. And I took him to I lunch. I love it. I, me and Aaron took Even him to lunch. Better. Listen, yeah. Me and Aaron <laughs> took him to lunch and he goes, do I have to say so many words? And really? I go, really? Now, this is an actor asking right. to pull to his me. words yeah. back. That never happens. That's mature. Ever. Uh, that's but he saw the impact in it yes. and stuff. And so mm-hmm. we looked at it and we're like, yeah, that'd be beautiful. And less is more. And, and the movie is all about yeah. less is more. Mm-hmm. I mean, You're you sitting yeah. side you by side. They sit side by side on the bench. Yeah. That, that visual, the imagery. You got that he went. Side by side on the bench. You right? got that he yeah. went through some struggles in his yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. You understood that in a very minimal, you know. Minimal uh, yet powerful. Powerful. Thank yeah. You. And intimate. Yeah. It was, yes. Thank you. I, I mean, because that to me is what we were going for. And plus we had, you know, 90 minutes to, to tell a full you know, thirty well, year span. Right, I know, like, I a lifetime. Life. Yeah, that was. Uh, well, there's a lot at the end. I felt I like know. there was a lot at the end. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious to, to know tell. since this is this is your first full length feature yeah. film from a couple of different aspects, and since you uh, covered so many different facets of life, at the end of it, when you kind of look at this, this is your your first big, full, real baby, right? Yeah. What, what are you most proud of? That. Overall, we, 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 we captured the response that we were going for. Because mm-hmm. um, that was, for me, was the hardest thing when we were writing it and producing it. Uh, going into the director side was being able to step away, trust my actors to do it, and understand that I knew the full story. I knew where I wanted to start. I knew where I wanted to end up and the points I wanted to hit. But I, when I started watching it, I mean, I felt, okay, we could potentially be getting too deep into the sorrow side and stuff. And so we, we made a lot of changes. Uh, I went back and shot the ending again, and it, it had a different ending on it. I just didn't want it to end that way because that's, that wasn't the meaning of the story. Mm-hmm. I think for me is, is to step away from it. Don't have a, a, I'm proud that I never had an ego to where, nope, this is where it's going to be. This is it. Mm-hmm. I kept an open mind and I listened to people and people that I trusted. And I allowed myself to to be accepted of what they were saying, uh, you know, in a positive way, and then made my choices from there. And uh, at the end of the day, the response that we were going for was um, hope. And and so far, hopefully you guys felt the same thing. Is like the, yeah. the, it, the movie leaves you with hope. Mm. I mean, you, you have to go through things, but it leaves you with hope. And you're going to go through things. You yeah. know, it's just going to happen. Well, I loved um, a conversation that we have in our house about the age of 12, but for sure 13 is the PG-13 conversation. Yeah. Which, I'm <laughs> <there. you're> almost, <laughs> 11. I mean, it's you're almost as if on cue. And mm-hmm. these words come, well, it's rated PG-13, yeah. why can't I go see it? And yeah. I'm sort of like, your dad and I are not going to see this PG-13 because of XYZ. and. Right. If and Hollywood says you have to be 13. I, I mean, I, we have five kids, and so I'm really yeah. not joking. It's every single child that turns 13, we have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and therein goes this whole broad, kind of a very broad section of entertainment 
that is um, that is entertaining, but not always something that you want your young. Yeah, no, right. to see, and we're for sure not going to see it together. And so I know this is sort of the beginning of your effort to put forth entertainment that a family can actually watch together. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 uh, it means a lot to us, too. I mean, we have a facet of, of films that we want to do, and, and we have a book. Uh, it's uh, Blood Bayou. It's a U.S. Today bestselling author, Carrie Young. And, uh, you know, it's a suspenseful thriller. And so... And, and she's a Christian writer, and so the, the platform of this book or the not or the script was already there. But how do we keep it into a film without making it too vanilla? Where the audience, right, right. Yeah. well, it's it's to us. Why do you have to show all the gratuitous sex, violence, and, and language? Right. Why do you have to? It's shock value. Yeah. Why so, do you have to? Do you it's feel shock like value. It's, but it's, do you feel like in your industry that that's sort of a given? And if you don't, you're well, it's, it's an easy way out of not. Uh, making the script work well, okay. and so so, so if, if to, I throw you in, to be more creative. Yeah, if, if I well, it's lesser creative, really. And stuff well, because, you have to be more creative to not use those tactics. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you. Yeah. If if you if you start with a great script, our our, yeah. our gentle entertainment, our whole slogan is we're taking the accept fours out of the movie and we're just get, get, getting back to good storytelling. Okay, so <laughs> say that again. Say the name of your production company again. So Argentum Entertainment. Argentum. Uh, and, and Argentum means the purest form of silver. So when you oh. when you pure, get silver to the purest place that it can be, it's Argentum. Okay. And that's all we wanted I to do. And, and, you know, the silver screen back in the okay. old days. All right. All right. And so Argentum Entertainment is based off just getting back to good storytelling. Yeah. Right. Let's it's get the great. fluff out. And, let's, and, it, and, and, and I hope you guys felt this way. You don't... It's not... Sugar color is not blast. Not, no, I don't. You can I tell don't think story. it has to be that yeah, way. I mean, I mean, you can look at good yeah. literature, and it's That's not right. laced with profanity or gratuitous sex or anything, which it is now. Which yeah. um, we've you know had issues with that, just even in some of the books that the kids are required to read. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can have great storytelling without that, mm-hmm. that still gets across the message of of real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be laced with yeah. with things that could be offensive. And I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna. <laughs> But um, but we have a, a large age range in our house, and we do like doing things. Everybody enjoys that. Every family enjoys being together. And so to be able to have something you can do together and actually go to the movie and see it and it not not necessarily be animated is um, really... Well, really the fact that it requires better storytelling yeah. raises the bar on my kids to say, okay, as a Christian... You should be the most creative, right? You're playing right. from the creator. You shouldn't right. be less creative because it's Christian. It should be even so more true. so. Well, so I love the examples of good storytelling. And the script, it, it, it is so important because I think as a parent, it's not just about spending that uh, 90 minutes or two hours with your kids. That's I'm not looking to just share that mm-hmm. one block of time. I'm looking to create a memory. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking to create great dinner dinner table conversation for the next several days yeah. or even a year later where we can look back and say, hey, remember when we watched that movie or remember what we learned from that movie? Because a great story is going to stick with you. And I want it to be memorable and I want it to be able to be a teachable moment with my family. So the script is so important. Skip all that gratuitous stuff. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's our goal. I mean, it's 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 for our future projects that we're going that you're going to see from us in Argentum is is 
just good quality storytelling. Um, I'm not saying we're going to wipe every bit of it out because <laughs> no, if, and if that's it, not what if we're it, asking for. Right. It's if, just, if it needs well, life to, like, doesn't have all of it wiped out, right? Even in new life, there's this, you know, a romantic scene where she puts on the blue wig, yeah. right? And they're, you know, what they're about to do, it's right? So you didn't take that out, stuff. but if they're married, so there's a message for my kids sub subtly, well, we, and we, they are enjoying being yeah. together, which is a message subtly that as Christians we're like. Don't do it, and then when you do, don't enjoy it. It's like, well, they they're having a great time and they're enjoying each other. That's a message yes. that you showed yeah. without being kind of yucky. Well, we just we just got our MPA rating, and oh. we we thought for sure it was going to be PG thirteen because right. of, of what the content's the, about. The matter, you know, yeah, it, the it's it, it, the overall theme the of it and stuff. But they gave us a PG. Oh, they that's, did. That's great. And, and we would still say, you know, for younger children, um, like Cage, our, our little actress and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, she's seven now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we were at a festival and we screened it and she was up on a panel talking about it and she started crying. Mm-hmm. She didn't really understand what the movie was about until that moment. Yeah. And I was worried for her because yeah. I like, so I, I would still say for me, for me, it is yeah. a lot of weight. I, yeah. I, I think that. I think there's a little section in there that may be a little young for like eight mm-hmm. to or younger and stuff. I think at like nine and up, I think everybody understands it and gets that. And it's, it's good and it's healthy to start opening your eyes to that because we're all going to face it sooner or later. And we're going to have, we're going to have struggles in our lives that we're going to face and hardship right. in our life that we're going to face. And it's how we, how we move forward with that and the baby steps that we take to get past it and is how... Um, you know, it would reflect our lives and the people around us. Yeah. And so that's that's our goal. Well, our friend that passed away, she did have a little guy. And so mm-hmm. even at the funeral, it was neat mm-hmm. because they had a children's portion for mm-hmm. the funeral where yeah. they brought all the kids up because it very, very much affects each one of those kids. Oh, yeah. And it's real. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I, and there you go with a PG. It's parental guidance. So for sure, look at it as a parent and go, is this going to fit within our you know, our real house. And quite frankly, it's a, it's a treat for me to be able, and it will be for me to be able to take my kids to the theater to see this because it will let them see they're not alone. Because mm-hmm. I think that's a very hard thing. You think you're the only one and, and they aren't. Yeah. And it's just part of life and you keep going and that there is hope. So I, I really am just, I just loved it, and and thank you so much for doing it. I can't uh, thank you guys for watching. I just can't imagine what it's like to step out and just do it to begin with. And so I think it's terrific. Well, you, you know, on a personal level and stuff, it was it was my way of grieving. You know, I, yeah. I, I put I put my subtleness mm. of grieving on screen and kept all the really hard stuff inside. And and but every night, I mean, it was. It was my way of grieving and, and seeing people come together to help support it and and make it a reality. So, well, it was terrific, and I can only imagine what it's like to write it, produce it, direct it. You directed it too. Directed, it, yeah. It's a little. Yeah. You were and you were wearing every cap. We did everything. I got a little. Key, no, I got a cameo in it. I won't tell you. I got a cameo in it. <laughs> I'm a camera hog. You gotta have something. <laughs> it's a snippet, though. You know? <laughs> oh, good. It's like where's Waldo? Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <There's two. laughs> and you're, you <laughs> you're doing something good too that comes out of the movie, right? What do you mean? There's oh yes. Uh, you, um, oh, actually, I'm so glad. Oh, look yeah. how cool that is. Yeah. So so oh, we. Thank 
I just knew there was a, there was a positive, is, even more positive. Our, thank you for bringing this up because I, oh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron would have been I'm so I'm like caught up in the movie. I'm lost in the movie. I forgot. This is so cool. Please tell about this. So, and by the way, that's really a neat bracelet. Yeah, it's so cool the way they did this. Okay, so, do you have any? Because can we show? Did you bring um, any? Just I don't. I wish I could. I literally had to jump on a plane. I have so, so I caught the red that's eye out here. But, but we can get you some, and also we can tell you where to go and get them because this is okay, the most important so thing. Okay, so kind of give it up a show. So this is yeah. a bracelet that uh, a company called uh, Mudlove, out of one of Lake Indiana, where we okay. shot up. Okay. Uh, come up with, and what Mudlove does is they uh, they support uh, cool? clean water right. with Water for Good yeah. in South Africa and and South uh, in in, um, in third world countries, and they also support an organization called Show Hope. And Show Hope is an adoption agency that helps grant uh, give grants to families that need help adopting so families. So Mudlove and Show Hope are together. Uh, so Mudlove is the organization that builds these. Okay. But they have teamed up with two charities called okay. called Water for Good okay. and, okay. and uh, Show Hope. Okay. And what we do, we don't we don't share the proceeds at all. So Mudlove builds these and sells them and stuff, and the proceeds go and they split between Show Hope and Water for Good, which both of them have a theme in our in our story yeah. and. And both of them give back new life. And so nice. it's a perfect fit for us to show a positive return to what we want to accomplish. And and you can go on uh, our website, uh, newlifetomovie.com, yeah. and you'll see Mud Love, right? And you just click on it, and it'll take you to all the lists. We have coffee cups and everything else that they're selling as well. Um, but it's just something that we're so proud of because as a company, we've always wanted to give back. So all pretty much all our movies that we do are going to have some attachment to um, a nonprofit to help awesome. to help further, yeah. you know, and, and give back instead of just take, take, take. Yeah, that's yeah we're awesome. excited about these. And they're nice and cool. <laughs> they are. And they're actually nice. very hipster. Very hipster. Well, I know. Because what I was envisioning it, I was saying, I'm just like, saying, like I was thinking like bracelet. the, yeah, 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 like the plastic bracelet. Yeah, that's the rubber cool. ones. You know, the rubber No, ones. this yeah. is, uh, well, it's cool. it's made from clay. They do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, they're clay. Yeah. It's made from clay, doing the old-fashioned way. Doing You're it. a poet and didn't even know it. <laughs> so I'm a writer. You should see his picture of I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, so if you be, be, don't don't beat them around and stuff because you know they tend to crack on you. But they, uh, the, I've had this on my hand, gosh, for about five six months. Shower with it and everything, and it still looks in really good shape. It, it's, it does. It holds up well, and and not to mention you're giving back to something. Yeah, good. and so, right. you're making a difference. It's part, it's, uh, isn't that Stephen Curtis Chapman? Yeah. yeah. So, Which we are really excited about. Um, that Which is they adoption. Would come on board. Yeah, because that's really what they started years ago yeah. when they adopted from their girls from China. Yeah. So. And so he, Show Hope is all about, you know. Show Hope. It, Isn't it's, that it, neat? It, it's all about oh, it's helping so families. Cool. It goes with everything, the hope. Yeah. And <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, and, I mean, it's a little And hope is, I feel like, the word that you've used the most yeah. during mm-hmm. our, our time today talking so, um, in, from your perspective, why do you think hope is so important? Well, I think without it, you don't really... I, I tend to live in the positive side of life than the negative side of life. And I think without hope, a lot of the negative comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, for me, hope is a positive step. And as long as you have that hope, I mean, whether or not you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, if you're not a Christian stuff, as long as you have hope, you don't have to necessarily believe right now, but as long as you just have hope that there's something bigger than just you, mm-hmm. you know, then you might find somebody like you and you and you to have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And that hope can turn into reality and belief. 
you know, so with hope, there's always more steps forward in a positive direction, mm-hmm. as long as you continue to have it. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming. What a treat. Ah, oh, my yeah. treat. Thank you. Thank anyway. You. It's the best you. cup of coffee I've had in a long time. <laughs> it's and my like Keurig, our right. fake sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we always have a fake sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the fake sponsor. The you get a chance to sit in this chair and ask for the coffee. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining the conversation. Nice. Thank you, ladies, very much. Thank it's been you, a joy. So whether you see the film or not, I hope you were inspired to just have a conversation. Have a conversation with one person today that you wouldn't think to talk to and see the impact of just reaching out, hearing where they are, what their struggle is, and speaking life into it or just listening. Not even speaking life. Just listen. Just sit side by side with someone today. Thanks, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.